Hi, this is Matthew Arnone. You're listening to the Football Weekly Podcast. Holy moly, it's been such a long time. I mean, we haven't done a show since probably just after the World Cup. After Messi was handed his, his, his first World Cup. So Messi fans can solidify him as being the best player ever to grace this green earth. It's hilarious because when he didn't have a World Cup, it didn't matter that he didn't have a World Cup. But now that he has a World Cup, that's the thing that puts him over the top. Can't talk to Messi fans. Can't talk to them. Not saying that he's not a great player. Not at all. Not saying that at all. But if you haven't watched all the players ever play, then how can you call someone the best ever? I don't know. That's just the way I look at it. Again, I'm an older guy, so... I don't know, but that's the way I look. If you're gonna take, a, you have to take the whole sample size. You're gonna say something the best ever. But anyways, guys, football weekly podcast. I mean, again, no show since end of the World Cup, which is just before Christmas, I believe. Um, we're in May now, so it's a good six month hiatus we've been on. Um, so much has gone on. So many opinions. Juventus, Man City, the Arsenal, what they're doing in the EPL. Um, uh, Syria, Napoli winning the Syria. A TFC, the TFC tire fire. Unpopular position, uh, unpopular opinion. Bernadeschi and Insigne are garbage. Get into that at the end of this. Get into that, to that towards the end of the show. Um, there's also some things I want to talk about um, as far as being able to watch sports the way things are going now to be able to watch sports in this country is it's getting out of control and we'll get into that too towards the end of the show not going to keep you long not going to keep you long famous last words i wanted to make this a 30 minute show it's probably going to go an hour but that's how it goes that's how it goes on the football weekly podcast but um to start off if you had told me at the beginning of the season arsenal would finish second in a title fight, not second, 20 points behind first. In a title race, one, two, three points away from Man City. Finish second and play brilliant football and Xhaka might be the man, uh, might be the player of your season. Is Could be one of the players of the seasons. Uh, I would have given you everything I had for that. So, uh, I mean, for, for people to come to me and send me messages that Arsenal are bottle jobs because they had an eight-point lead and this and that. Listen, this project is this project is probably two years ahead of where it should have been. Mikel Arteta's only been here for four seasons. In those four seasons, in his fourth season, we're battling Man City. You know, finishing eighth twice in a row his first two seasons, finishing fifth last season. Um... And then to be where we are this season. And meanwhile, not breaking the bank like some managers have to or to, to win. Right. So I mean, it's it's great. It's it's great to see. I would have taken that. I would have I would have signed the paperwork. Thank you very much. I'm out of here. It's been a great season. I was at uh one of our indoor leagues that we play in. Um I don't know, uh, a couple of weeks ago on a Friday night. And um, one of the players brought their kids to the game. And uh, 
he, he, I was wearing, I think I was wearing an Arsenal hat or maybe the Arsenal track pants or something like that. And he goes, you're an Arsenal fan. Oh yeah, I'm an Arsenal fan. Yo, those guys are bottle jobs. I mean, this kid's like eight years old talking about bottle jobs. Like, where did you learn that? And it's just, it's just, you know, when, when an eight year old is hearing that, that just means it's every, it has to be everywhere. There's no specific one place that he heard it. It has to be everywhere. And it's the wrong, it's the totally wrong, um, way of looking at what Arsenal is doing. They're not bottle job. They might not have the experience. Um, they are the youngest team in the EPL by far, and they might not have the experience on how to win a league and how to hold a league, how to hold a, hold a lead in the league as far as positioning goes. If you go to, if you go and look at who they're fighting, Man City, how many of those players are under 20, yeah, under 25? How many of those players have been there, done that? The majority of them have. The coach has been there and done that. He knows when to get the players the rest. He knows when to, to you know, sit this guy, when to not play this guy. He knows what it takes to win and be in all four competitions that they are in. So, I mean, once Mikel Arteta gets that experience, once the players see that, guy's going to be the limit. We're going to be talking about Arsenal for the next five, six seasons in, in the EPL, if not longer. Hopefully longer, but I guarantee you next year is going to be different. And the years after that are going to be very different. You're going to be, you're going to be sick of seeing me and hearing me, believe me. So again, kudos to what Arsenal is doing. And if you're calling them a bottle job, you really, you're just trying to wind me up or you really don't know <laughs> what's going on in North London. So Syria. I mean, I'm not I'm not the Serie A guy here, obviously on the on the on the show, big you know, big EPL Arsenal guy, but finally someone else wins. I think mean, we're begging for this in Germany. It's just out of control what Bayern Munich is able to do every single year with every single coach they have. I don't think there's a special coach among them. They just it doesn't matter who coaches, they win. But I mean for the Serie A you're also Rams, the Inters, the um, the Milans, the the Juventus. It's good to see Napoli win the uh, win the uh, Scudetto this year, and by a wide margin, by a wide margin. Hopefully, they can keep that team together and keep it going. Um, I've heard rumors for Victor Osimhen in the 150 million territory. I mean, that's well worth it, I think. But hopefully, they don't become a selling club. Um, and, and they were able to fight for more championships going down the road. Speaking of Juventus, so I guess they appealed the um, the accounting errors, the accounting counting errors that they made that got them the 15-point deduction. I guess they appealed it and got the 15 points back, and now they're second place in the league. I, I think very... I think that UEFA, Syria... It's great. It's great for Syria. You need you need Juventus to be in the mix of of of, of you know, league titles and making it to Champions League. Syria needs those teams in there. I understand. But if you're cheating or if you're skirting the rule, you get caught. I mean, it shouldn't. It should be case closed, jam done. Now there was there were accounting errors. The whole board resigned or whatever. They all they all left. Um, I believe one of the sporting directors at Tottenham who was involved in that as well. He had he gets a three year ban or a thirty month ban or whatever it is. And it's it's okay. So 
obviously when you resign and people are getting banned there was there was something that went wrong how they were able to appeal this i'm i'm not really sure how that works but it'd be very interesting to see how this ends up because there's a club in 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 england right now that has 115 charges against them but we haven't heard a peep about it in about two months and that's of course the, the the oil magnet that we call manchester city 115 charges against them for breaching fifa fair play this fair play that thing this thing 115 charges i haven't heard a peep about it very interesting to see what happens to that the last time they were brought up on charges they were able to bribe their way out of it let's let's be real here they bribed their way out of it and what myself jose Mourinho, conte even zidane what we don't understand is if you're found not guilty of something, then why did they give you a fine? They fined them $10 million. But if you're found not guilty, why, why do you have to pay the fine? It's like getting a speeding ticket and then the judge dropping the ticket in court and then you still pay the fine? You still get fined? Well, how? So obviously there was something, there was something there. Why the full punishment didn't come down on them? Who knows? But again, my personal opinion, I shouldn't say we all know. I say my personal opinion is uh, a steel briefcase with, with some with some cashola was given to somebody somewhere and Man City got away with it. So there's that. Um, going through the whole, this whole season with Arteta and what he's doing with this young, these young players, like there's only a certain amount of coaches that can go take a young team and do what he's doing. And I think Mikel Arteta is one of them, obviously. Um, there's a lot of coaches out there that can probably do it. Funny thing came out uh, maybe two weeks ago last week when Sam Allardyce was made Leeds boss. Keep them out of the relegation zone. He said, uh, paraphrasing, I'm paraphrasing that uh, he's just as good as Pep Guardiola. And everybody ripped him for it. It's like, oh, yeah, what are you talking about? Bah, 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 bah. Sit down and think about it. Really sit down and think about that statement. And then change places with the coaches. You, do we not think that Sam Allardyce can get a tune out of this club, Man City, that players that they have right now? Do you not think that Man City would still be fighting? Would, would Pep Guardiola, if Pep Guardiola was to take over Leeds right now, does he save them? I don't know. My personal opinion is that he doesn't. The way I judge a manager is on three things. Where was the club before you got there? Where was the club while you were there coaching? And what's happened to the club after you've left? If they're garbage before you get there and then you start winning when you're there, you leave and then they turn back to garbage, then we, we, we can all say that that's a great, probably a great manager. It's the manager influence. If they're winning before you got there, they're winning while you're there, they're winning long after you left. Why, why does that make you special? I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand how that makes you a special manager. And if you want to, everybody thinks that Pep Guardiola is this big genius. I don't know. I mean, 
I'm not going to turn this into a Pep Guardiola bashing session, but these are just my opinions and what I think. Um, I'm very bitter about how <laughs> we're not in first place, but again, it's still a successful season. We're not bottle jobs, but it, it, it kind of hurts. But I mean, the whole narrative when Manchester City played Arsenal a couple of weeks ago was the student versus the teacher. It's just like, it's garbage. <laughs> It took a, a fictional soccer show about an American soccer. I'm not going to give any uh, shout outs or plugs to any TV shows, but there's a fictional uh, soccer coach from America who coaches a team in UK. A couple of episodes ago, they, 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 they showed, um, they went to Holland, I think that's for a team for to play a uh, friendly game against uh, Ajax or something like that. And that's where this fictional coach found out about total football. And I've been screaming total football for, oh my God, four or five years on this podcast. The way Manchester City plays, the way Barcelona played, the way Bayern Munich played, it was it was Johan Cruyff's total football. He introduced in the 70s. Okay? And then he brought that style over to Barcelona and they've been playing that way since. You can rename it Tiki Taka if you want to. I don't know. Um, maybe the small tight circle, the t small tight triangles, the, 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 the one two touches, you can call that tiki taka if you want. But the basis of the whole tactic is total football, where there's no set position for anybody. Anyone can play anywhere. It's fluid. This guy can play right back. He can be right back one second. He can be center forward the next. It, it, there's no, there's everything's moving. Everything's moving. And it's tough to defend because you don't know who's going to be where and do I follow him? Do I stay? What do I do as a defender? So, um, the whole style that they play is 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 based off the total football in uh, from the Dutch. Let's let's not call that. Uh, let's not, not let's not think that somebody's reinvented the reinvented the game and played it a different way. It's it's all the same. All the teams are starting to play it now. It just it's just based on now if you're going to be successful and who your personnel is. Like if you were able to buy yourself a world-class player at every position, then you're probably going to win. If you're going to have to teach players, younger players, how to play the position, there's going to be growing pains. There's going to be losses, draws that you would think that, you know what, we should beat these guys every day of the week. You know, they're still learning Arsenal. And I'm talking about Arsenal. They're still learning the system. So, I mean, a well-oiled machine versus a machine. Uh, see what I did there? Well-oiled. I did. Um, so that's the difference between the two. But getting back to what Sam Allardyce said, I mean, yeah, honestly, like if if we if we look at the and I'm and I'm sure he was it was a shot at Pep. Of course, it was a shot at Pep. Um, but I mean, if you look at the track record, whereas he had a job where the team is thinking, you know what, we might lose, or the board's thinking, oh my god, we might not win anything. He's never been in a position where that is or could happen he he took over from frank reichardt at barcelona i think frank reichardt didn't win champions league that year so they fired him um or i think they finished second or didn't win finished second and didn't win champions league or something like that and they fired him and he took over that team like what did he do there he, he said to ronaldinho hey listen ronaldinho you're getting older i'm gonna replace you with uh this 19 year old argentinian guy his name's Messi, Lionel messi he's pretty good <laughs> I mean, and then I'm going to put him and play him with Xavi and Iniesta. I'm a genius. I think Sam Allardyce could have, could have done that as well. 
um, took over Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich was winning Bundesligas and Champions Leagues and German Cups before he got there. He won the league three times when he was there. Coach after him won the league. The coach after that coach won the league. Coach after that coach won the league. <laughs> so Tuchel just got there, uh, what, two months ago? He won the league. These guys don't win. These guys don't lose. So again, you're going from a successful beginning, successful, successful tenure, and they're being, and they're successful after you leave. So, I mean, the tactics don't say stay the stay the same. The players stay the same. The tactics don't. So, we have to give a little bit of credit to the players. Uh, you go to Man City and oh, you buy whatever you want, pretty much. You, you have the ability to buy whoever you want to play this total football, Johan Cruyff tactic. And again, at world-class players at every single position, you're going to be successful more times than not. So, um, a long way around to get to what Sam Allardyce said. I don't think it's as far-fetched as everybody thinks, in all honesty. Um, it's tough to, to, to coach a team like uh, Nottingham Forest, tough to coach a team like Chelsea. Tough to coach a team like uh, Southampton, where you don't have the best skill, but you're still fighting every. Week. You're still fighting every week to get to get results so that you don't get relegated, and, and it's tough. It's tough for some. Just I, I would love to see coaches like Klopp, Radiola, and even Arteta. The, the number, the, I mean, Steve. Um, Steve oh, um, what the hell is a kid? The guy at Newcastle, how? What's his? I forget his name. His, his last name's How. I forget his first name, but he's done it with Bournemouth. Now he took. Now he's taken over Newcastle, and look where Newcastle are, fighting for a Champions League spot. So, and he hasn't really bought anything since he's been there. He didn't buy anything at Bournemouth when he brought them up and kept them here, and then took a took a took a bigger job at at, at Castle. But I've seen him do it. I just don't think some of the coaches that I've just named can do something like that. Arsenal's a special case because they have young talent that they've brought through their academy. The Sakas, the Emil smith Rose. You can even look at what Joe Willock's doing in at Newcastle. He's from the academy. Nkedia, Balogun, up there in the French League, scoring goals on loan for, um, for, um, for Riems. I mean... A lot, of, a lot of young kids coming through the academy and there are they are special players but you still have to hone them and teach them how to how to play in this how to play and win in this league and it's tough it's tough can ten hag do you think ten hag could help uh, nottingham forest survive I don't, I don't think so i don't know you have to have a big character to coach those teams sam allardyce definitely has a big character definitely has a big character but in Again, if we were to put those coaches that I mentioned in, in, into that position, do they come out on top? I don't. I most people would sit there and say, "Yeah, slam dunk." But I don't know. Arsenal are playing tomorrow. They got Brighton at home. Deserby, what a what a coach. Sam, oh Sam, Graham Sunis in the beginning of the season when Potter went to Chelsea and Brighton hired Deserby. I remember the quotes. He doesn't understand the English game. He's going to be, he's going to, he's not going to succeed because he doesn't understand the English game. And I sit back and I listen to that and it's like, well, <laughs> name me one successful English coach. 
Better yet, name me an English coach that's won the league. Ever. This league, APL has been dominated by a German, a Spaniard, and now another Spaniard. Um, I guess how is uh, is it Brendan Howe? It's not Brendan. What is this guy's name? Bothering me now. I guess how would be the closest that you have. Graham Potter was at uh, Brighton before he left for a bigger job at Chelsea, and um, <clears throat> he lasted less than six months there. That's a, that 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 club's a tire fire. Uh, I mean, that's we're just gonna buy the best players or the most expensive players, put them all together. We should win, right? So, I mean, for 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 Graham Sunis, it's short sighted by Graham Sunis to come out and say this. Zerbi is probably, um, if, if not for the, the, the beginning when he got there, I mean, he they would be, they're, they're still fighting for Champions League spots, but I think they would be in a champion. But to watch Brighton is, is, is it's, it's a great watch. If you haven't sat down and watched a Brighton game, well, they play Arsenal tomorrow, so you can watch them tomorrow. They're a fantastic watch. They're a fantastic watch. Have they switched a lot from what Graham Potter was doing there? I'm not sure what the tactic was, but I mean, if if it if it's it has to be a little bit different because he's a different coach. But I think um, if if you were to give me a coach of the year uh, vote, I would say Riteta. But a very high honorable mention to Zerbi over Bob and Pep and Brendan Howe. Oh, Brendan. But he would be my, he would be a close number two. For, again, Brighton is a fantastic watch. So, 25 minutes in, I got a tea time at 2.45, so I got to get going. But um, I just wanted to leave off with this before we, uh, well, next show we'll start recapping games that we um, that we were watching from this weekend. Um the, the, the title race is coming down to the end. I think there's only three games left in the season. Um, Germany, Italy, they're all they've all been crowned. Bayern Munich and Napoli, respectively. Uh, EPL still needs a winner. Champions League is still going on as well. Bayern Munich and um, Real Madrid and Manchester City tied 1-1 at uh, the Bernabeu. So the return leg, I believe, is this week. Inter Milan and AC Milan. Milan. Losing 2-0 to, uh, to Inter. I think they were away at the same stadium, their home stadium. I'm not sure. But um, return fixture again is this week. So um, there's going to be an Italian team in the finals, which is, again, great for Syria. I don't think any one of those two teams is a pushover either. If you think that the winner of the Real Madrid and Manchester City game is going to be the winner of the Champions League, you might still want to watch because I, I, I don't think it's a slam dunk. But um there's lots of things to recap we'll recap all of that next week like a normal show um just trying to get back into the swing of doing a show with you guys and getting my all my opinions that i've been thinking about for the last four or five months out out, out on out on our platform but um we live in i well, this show is from toronto from toronto canada and it's very difficult to watch sports in this country and i don't know why Blue Jays, the Toronto Maple Leafs, you can turn on a TV. If they're playing, you turn on TV, turn it on this channel, they're playing. No problem. 
this season, I don't blame TFC. I don't blame TFC. But this season, the MLS has decided to give streaming rights to Apple TV. Okay? No problem. You install Apple TV, you can watch it. No, no, no. You have to get the MLS season's pass if you want to watch I remember the first game of the season, I was, okay, TFC's first game, let's go, okay, boom, turn on TV, turn on TSN. Curling, TSN 2, Curling, okay, TSN 3, old CFL game, TSN 4, usually TSN 4, okay. Montreal versus whoever they were playing in MLS, TSN 5, Curling, oh no, it's golf, it's golf. on my phone oh it's the game tomorrow oh games it's two minutes into the game maybe that wasn't tsn i don't know TSN, one two three four what the hell's going on here i sat there for about i don't know 10 minutes like what's going on here and i said you know what i mean let me let me let me check twitter see what the hell's going on here like what's 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 happening and that's when I found out that you have they, they moved it to MLS Seasons Pass and you need to subscribe to Seasons Pass. Okay, how much is the Seasons Pass? It's $14 a month. Uh, no, that's not happening. So I didn't watch the first three games of TFC and it's probably a good thing. I'm not, watch, I'm not paying $14 a month to watch anything. When last year I didn't just turn on my TV and watch it. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. So I didn't watch the first three games of the season. Are they doing well? Or is who's scoring? Are they playing? I don't know. Is Insigne playing? Is Bernadeschi playing? I don't know. I, I, it's, it's hard to do a, a, a TFC recap when you don't watch the game. So I mean, we're a soccer show based in Toronto, and I can't talk about TFC because I, 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 I refuse to pay thirteen dollars to watch the game. And it's not that I refuse to pay thirteen dollars; it's all the other nonsense I gotta pay for to watch sports in this country. If I want to watch the Canadian men's national team, I have to have one soccer. I can't watch it on the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation channel. I have to get one soccer, a subscription to one soccer. Subscription to one soccer is thirteen dollars a month. So now we're at now we're at twenty six dollars a month for to watch TFC and the Canadian men's national team probably play six times a year. I want to watch Champions League. I have to have Dazone or Dazen, whatever you want to call it. How much is Dazen or Dazone for a, for a month? It's twenty five dollars a month. That's if I want to watch Champions League. That's what I gotta pay. <laughs> I want to watch the EPL. I gotta have Fubo, or Sir. I think Syria is on Fubo as well. well. How much is that? Fubo's twenty five dollars a month. So now we're at seventy five dollars a month just to watch Champions League, EPL, TFC, Canadian Men's National Team, plus the cost of whatever your cable package is, plus the cost of whatever you know. You know, whatever else you need, renting the box, whatever it is. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't have Roger. I watch my TV a different way. 
I'm a Knicks fan. So I got to get NBA League Pass. How much is NBA League Pass? It's $14.99 a month. Okay. At 90 bucks now. Almost $100 just to watch five teams. But if you're an NFL fan, they've moved the streaming services to YouTube this year. I believe uh, there's no more Sunday ticket anymore. It's $350 a year to watch. You want to watch your team play. Plus, whatever shows you watch, you watch uh, House of the Dragon, you gotta get HBO, whatever the hell's on FUBU, you wanna watch the fictional soccer coach, you gotta get Apple Apple TV. Guys, <laughs> come on, man. Come on, man. You, get, you go to the UK, you turn on the TV, every game is on, whatever channel, boom, 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 you can watch anything at any time. You watch the replay, even. Like you're paying your regular cable prices, basic cable, I don't even know how much it is, 40, 50 bucks, and then you have to add another 100 on top of it so, so you can watch five teams play. It's unbelievable. The only one that might be worth the, worth the money is Fubo, because you get, you get every single EPL game. I, I'm a guy, I can watch, it's, it's soccer, I can watch anybody. In EPL, I can watch any game. Wolves and... Southampton, I can watch it. I was watching Fulham Southampton just before I started the show. No problem. No problem. I can watch that. So maybe that that'll be worth it for me. It'll be worth it for me. But the rest of it for TFC, I ain't paying that. That team's awful. That game was on. Um, I believe it was actually last week. Did I watch it last weekend? I don't even remember if I watched it last weekend. I think it was one of the games that are, there are some games that are going to be on TSN, but I, I don't know until that time comes. There's a game tonight. I don't know if it's going to be on TSN or not, but it's, it's against Montreal. So it's probably going to be on the stream. Won't, they won't give you a premium game on. This is where we're coming, right? I, I wish, I hope to God one day they do this to the Leafs. So people can start, start opening their eyes and saying, yo, there's something really wrong with this. Because if they did that to the Leafs, they'd burn the city down. You have to get NHL center ice in order to watch the Leafs. They burn the city. Believe me, they would. Yesterday wasn't a very good sporting day in this place. Uh, the Knicks, the Knicks lost in Game Six to the Heat. Very frustrating to watch. And the Leafs lost in overtime to the Panthers. Both teams eliminated the same night. I got my, I got my, I got my nights back. I don't have to, I, 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 I'm, I'm very shocked. Like, this is how it feels to be in the playoffs past the first round with the Leafs. Like, usually we're already forgotten about them already because they've been out since game five of the first round. And the Knicks don't make the playoffs. So it, it, it was, okay, let's watch soccer every Sunday. We'll watch the Jays a little bit. We'll wait for football to start. And it's main. I'm still watching the Knicks and the Leafs. It's strange, but... Back to normal. I mean, so I mean, I don't know, man. To watch sports in this country, it's getting it's getting out of hand. It's getting, actually getting ridiculous. So I'm not really sure what. Uh, I mean, what I can do. Well, I know what I'm doing to watch everything. I know what I'm doing, but I mean, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna out myself, but I watch everything. So we'll leave it at that. So guys, I mean, the first episode back, 
Um, I try to do this show every either every weekend, every Saturday or every Sunday. Try to get a show in there. We'll recap. Uh, we'll recap the games from the previous week. Whatever happens during the week, we'll talk about news. Um, we'll start reading, and um, I, I want to do a segment where we, we we talk about what the newspapers say in certain countries about certain situations, and we can discuss all of that. You can get our opinions on that for sure, guys. If you haven't subscribed to us, we're here. Do it now. Click the button. It doesn't take anything. It helps the channel grow. Um, you want to you interact with us. We're on Instagram. We are on uh, Twitter, if that's, the thing, if that's still a thing. Um, we are now on TikTok. So if you, haven't if you have a TikTok account and you haven't subscribed to us there, definitely subscribe. If you haven't subscribed on um, Instagram or Twitter as well, please do it. If you haven't subscribed to this YouTube channel, please do that as well. I mean, again, it only helps our show grow, um, and and we we would love we would love the support um, to hear the show. If you don't, if you don't, if you're if you're in your car and about, we're on every platform that hosts podcasts. We're on Spotify. We are on TuneIn, Player FM. We are on iHeartRadio. We are on Apple Music. We are on everything, anything you can think of, anywhere you can get podcasts. We are on that platform proudly on that platform so definitely search us out turn on your notifications so that every time a new show comes out you'll be the first one to hear it and definitely definitely if you don't agree with anything i said interact 100 interact i will we will definitely definitely back to you. so guys i mean i gotta go it's uh it's close to tea time right now so thanks for watching we'll catch you next week Thank you.